Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And hello, movie lovers. And tonight we are going to be reviewing Northwood Pie. No spoiler, no spoiler review uh, directed by Jay Sahali. So let's get into it, guys. Yes, let's do this, Rossi. Let's do it. John and I are obviously reviewing Northwood Pie, um, directed um, by Jay Sahali, who we had on a show some months back. I did an interview with him. Awesome, awesome guy. He's actually going to be coming back. Um, let's see, August 23rd, guys, because he and I are going to review the movie Smile. Anyways, um, so uh, let me tell you a little bit about this, guys, and um, and then we'll get into it because my guy, John, here really loves the film. And so I turned him on to another film and um, I kept telling him about it. And he's like, loving a film. So, um, we have um, a community college burnout. His name is Crispin, by the way, um, in the making, spends the majority of his time stuck on repeat with a longtime group of childhood friends. But his newfound um, desire to move out of his suburban hometown prompts him to land a job at the local rundown Northwood Pizza, which is a really, it's a real place in Irvine, guys, Irvine, California. There he meets a group of employees as attached to their jobs as Crispin's friends are to their city including Sierra, a girl whose um, musings like deeper than most. Through his experiences with his friends, coworkers, and kindling relationship, Crispin learns to embrace his higher ambitions. Okay, John, what'd you think about Northwood Pie? I really love this one. I have to say I, I had a lot of fun with this. This reminds me of my high school days of working at a video store. But also, too, it also kind of reminds me of whenever I first got my job at the hospital, how I didn't really want to be working in a nursing home and hospital. And then when you get, and because the guy, when you get first introduced to Crispin, right, he has holes in his shirt, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, he thinks that he's not going to get hired. Next thing you know, when he gets hired, he's like, well, crap. (laughs) So that was my first take as to getting hired because I was like, I want to work at Hot Topic. I want to work at a video (laughs) store, which I did, by the way. But still, this has the relatability, like, if, of working in a, even though it's not a pizzeria, you can actually, you can have your own Northwood Pie experience, whatever job you had, working at whatever, uh, like a video store, grocery store, as a teenager. So that's what right. it reminded me of myself. Right. Um, same here. Um, my first, very first job was at a pizza parlor, and um, parlor, and it was called uh, Shakey's Pizza. I was 15 years old, and I do have to say that the characters that uh, Jay came up with are exactly like the people that I came across at the pizza place where I work. They're all characters. They all have very interesting lives. Um, They're the salt of the earth people. They're the best people that you ever want to meet. I mean, they'll give you the shirt off their back, and they're not making that much, but they will. And um, I remember that. And so when I watched this film... It took me back, um, back to those days of, oh, I remember, I remember knowing someone like uh, 
Lloyd, you know, who uh, plays the front desk guy and really funny guy. He wears the cap. And we'll we'll tell you a little bit more about Lloyd. Uh, one thing I do want to say is we don't want to give you the ending um, uh, uh, about we don't want to give you the ending to the film. We just want to talk about it and let you guys go and see the film. What, what was uh, other than the, the the fact that it reminded you of your first job? What what really captured you about this film? So the characters in itself are very relatable. It also reminds me of me and my friends in high school years ago <laughs> and how I talked to my friends, especially, okay, Harry Potter wasn't as popular of a book back then as it is now. It's like, it didn't start getting popular probably around the fourth book. And at that time, mm -hmm. when I was reading it, nobody was really reading it. Everybody was reading like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. And I was pretty much the only one into Harry Potter. But it touches you based on whatever geekdom that you have or a video game or whatever. And the fact that they're actually smack talking to each other, I was like, yeah. oh, you don't like Harry Potter. And <laughs> just smack talking. And you can even do that with a video game that you might like with somebody else. Right. Oh, you like Super Mario Brothers, for example, right. or something like that. The, the realization with the uh, characters are really good. They're realistic. Uh, was what I liked about it. Yes, and, and the way that um, I liked the way that it was filmed, um, it, it looked like just, it was so normal. Like, it didn't even seem like they were acting. It, it was like, literally, like someone was just following them around with the camera and just their day-to-day -day events were going on. And so I really liked the normalcy of, of the film. Yeah. But, so guys, what you have is you have Crispin. And Crispin, who's played by Todd Knack, who also uh, wrote the film as well with Jay, what is this? It's his, uh, he, he's kind of, it's his last year of uh, college or high school, I think it high is. High school, yeah. High school, last year of high school. And he's kind of, he's just tired of his town. And you know how you get, you've been there forever. You've done your eight years of high school there. Um, and you, you, you want to get out into the world. So you kind of forget about the great things that you love about your town because you're just so over it. Well, you know, like John says, he gets a job at Northwood Pie in Irvine, California, and uh, he meets, like we said, a, a group of interesting people there, but he also has really good friends. While he's there, though, I loved how they introduced um, Sierra, um, who uh, I want to make sure I let you guys know, who's played by Annika Foster, how they introduce her. I love how um, they throw, they throw, they throw, um, Crispin on the the front, okay and so he's his first day he's at the front people are coming in you know getting their pizza orders by the way there is a young man that comes in his name is Hayden and Hayden is actually played by Jason Holly okay so that's Hayden all right so anyways you see Sierra come in and uh, she's upset about her pizza or something anyways and so he's kind of like looking at Lloyd, like, what do I do? Come to find out. She goes behind the counter, puts her shirt on, and she works there. So funny, funny joke, um, which, you know, um, Sierra ends up becoming um, Crispin's love interest, which really, you know, I, I think that her becoming his love interest, who he really likes, um, I, I don't you feel like he starts having doubts about that whole leaving town and whatnot because he's really into Sierra at the time. Go ahead, John. Okay. So I want to, I'll catch on that in a minute. Okay. But please. the part he's another thing I want to mention is this. Okay. We forgot to mention the fact that 
uh, he's actually shy. He's actually yes. awkward. Yes. He's a nerd. He yes. doesn't realize when people are flirting with him. Just as right. I was a teenager, because I was nerdy and geeky and everything, that I don't realize when someone's coming on to me or anything. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you, that, that's cool. You you, you, you want to go out? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be doing D and D later. I don't know. And all my friends are like, "Are you stupid?" Right, like, right. This girl's into you clearly. I'm like, nah, right. she's not. She's just not into me. But. This, but yeah, I feel like this with the awkwardness of him and being shy and doesn't have the confidence right. in him. And then when Eric, and then when you see Sierra come in, right, and she and he doesn't know what to do because she goes, "Oh, you owe me twenty six ninety five, and right. because our pizza was two hours late." And so he's panicking. He goes, "You know what? Uh, let me go get my manager." What you need to talk to your manager? Never mind. You know what? I'll just go in the back and get him. <laughs> right. And you know, you see him, he's like, what is going on right now? And then this is actually the part that I feel like they showed a little bit of confidence. And when Erica puts her shirt on, comes back, he goes, I'll relieve you now. He goes, well played. And you go from that switch of, I'm kind of geeky, I'm kind of lanky, I'm really awkward to this guy who is total different turnaround when he's around her. It's like, right. well played. Right. With confidence. So I thought that the chemistry between them two, she was actually the light in his heart to show him that he has confidence in himself. Right. So that's uh, something I thought that she, that he needed and she showed that to him. Right. Right. And then he'll get to know her a little bit better. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, you know, um, Crispin has a, a, a few good friends. Um, one of his good friends, I think it's uh, Jason, who has the blonde hair and he's really attractive. And so, because it's easy for Jason to get women and that's 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 messed up because then like Todd's, or like, I'm sorry, like Todd Nat just said, I'm sorry, like like John just said, you know, Crispin's kind of, um, he's naive. He doesn't, he doesn't see it or get it, okay? But, but uh, Jason though, um, he has this relationship with this girl that he's totally, totally into. And um, her name is Rachel. And um, Rachel, if you remember, Rachel's the girl that he's trying to get over throughout the whole film. Jason is trying to get over Rachel, but he loves Rachel and Rachel this and Rachel that and all this stuff. And, and then he'll get to a point to where he's like, you know, I'm good, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need her. But as he's trying to get over Rachel, you know, um, you have, he's always getting hit on by girls. You, I mean, they find out that he's free and he's always, I mean, girls are just, and he's like having none of it because he wants Rachel. And I love to see, um, I loved, um, well, let me slow down a little bit. One thing I do find fascinating is the fact that you don't meet Rachel until the big party. So you hear about her throughout the film, you hear about Rachel and I'm excited because I want to know who is she? You know, who is this girl that he can't get over? But, you know, so Crispin doesn't have that type of thing that Jason has going on, you know. Um, but I, I I love to play off of um, Jason with Rachel and how all the other girls are coming up to him, wanting to ask him out. And he's just, he's just not interested, you know. So, yeah. And you had mentioned um, Crispin's uh, best friend. Right. So this is what I want to t- touch based on real quick, though, with Jason. Okay. 
So yeah, he can get any girl he wants or whatever. But this the dialogue for this, you can definitely tell that Jay used other movies. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or anything like that. I think this mm-hmm. is great because it actually feels authentic to the point where how you would think of a teenager would think. Because the movie that I'm thinking of is Can't Hardly Wait. Basically, the main character and he goes, I know she's the one because at that moment she came through the door. She right, sat right, right next to me. Right. And she had a Pop Tart. And she right. had the same <laughs> Pop Tart as me. And then that's also the same kind of dialogue. But it flows well with Jason, though, because that's who he is. Because he's not how much infatuated he is with her. He goes, right. Oh, we touched hands. It's all part of her plan. And I and I I can relate because I was like that too in high school. Right. So I can right. relate. Right, and to that's him. what I was telling John. Like this movie came out in 2019, and you know, unfortunately, at the time that it came out, you know, you guys know that we were getting ready to head into this this pandemic that we were in. So you didn't really get. The, I don't feel like it got the accolades that it could have got if it was if if it was released and none of that had happened. So. I look at this film, watching it for the third or fourth time that I've seen it, it is like a cult classic. It's something that when you see it, you'll get that. I think they compared it to like um, uh, uh, Pizza Meets the Clerks or something like that. Yeah. You know, to that. That's what I actually have in my notes, believe yes. it or not. Um, because how much you connect with these guys in the pizzeria yes. place right. is normal everyday conversation. Am I going to be stuck here for the rest of my life? Right. Doing the same thing that I've been doing, which is the same thing that you have Dante and uh, Randolph basically right. sit, talking and reflecting on. So it has a clerk's kind of feel, but geared yeah. towards teens, which I think is great to have. Because yeah. that's something that I would have wanted when I was a teenager is have something geared towards me in that kind of context. I think right. he knocks it out of the park. He understands. Right. That's also another thing I want to mention is this. He understands uh, this mo- understands who this movie is for. Right, it knows its identity. It's not trying to struggle on uh, the identity Nothing. of the film. Right, it's it's very realistic and the realism within it. It's beautiful. Right, and I also this you can tell that this is a um, it's kind of like a family fr- film. You know, um, uh, talking to the director, some of them knew each other. Um, I know that um, uh, uh, Todd Knack, who plays Crispin, his mom was in the movie who played his mom. Um, so it's kind of like... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. A really uh, communal thing, uh, this movie. And also the cinematography in the film, I really like. There's certain scenes. There's a scene where Crispin's in a car with his best friend. And it says, the film, it's, it's as if you were sitting in the back seat with them and the way it's shot. And like I said, uh, there's a scene where Sierra and Crispin, they do get together. They end up going to the park and going for a walk. And um, the way that it's shot is as if we're with them on that walk, like we're on that date, we're in the car with them. That's what I mean by it's just so normal. It's it, it like it's not complicated, but the way it's shot was just, it was really smart, especially with cameras these days. 
I mean, it, it's shot like someone's following you with the camera. Like they're just documenting, documenting their day. You've met these people. What did you think about the scene at the uh, park? I really liked it because of the right. fact that, like you said, it's very simplistic. Right. And they're not trying to do too much. It's just conversation and just yes. getting out. And we actually feel like that we're on this walk with them. Yes. Having yes. this conversation. Right. And he goes, well, what, what gen- generation do you think you're a part of? I don't know. What, con- what what generation do you think you're part of? So are you, And then they go into the whole thing about MySpace. So because of the fact that we were brought up during the 2000s, would you say that we're part of the failure right. of of that? And, she, and she's like, I don't know. And it's just nonsense. And just, he yeah. likes the fact that it's just nonsense. Right. And just have a conversation. And we actually feel that much engaged, just as the characters yes. feel that much engaged. Yes. Which, like you said, it, it makes us care that much more for the characters. I really liked it. Yeah, you really, you really definitely get connected with the characters uh, quickly. You get connected. I also want to speak on um, our, well, let's go back to the park scene because there's some inside stuff that the director was telling me about it, Jason Holly, And what he was saying was that scene in the park when um, Annika Foster showed up, who plays Sierra, the scene of her pulling a joint out, the scene of her lighting it, her do, she did that herself. They didn't tell her to do it. She did it herself. Because she felt as the character, that's what the character would do. And I love that because that is what a character would, that's what, that's what a person would do. Not a character, that's what a person would do. So mm-hmm. you relate. It's, it's little things like that, just little things like that, that I thought was cool. And, and then to find out that she came up with that herself and she did that, you know, little things, but it means a lot, you know, yes. um, to the film. Because like John said, You've had those conversations, regular conversations with, with as a teenager, early 20s, whatever. You've had that conversation. I do want to speak on, and I don't want to say how it goes at the end, but remember, um, there is a, in, in the, the pizza place, there's a lot going on. The manager is just hilarious. The, the guy that manages the restaurant, he's absolutely funny. But you have a character that's name is um, uh, Lloyd. And Lloyd is the older gentleman in the restaurant. He runs the front and he's absolutely hilarious. He's really funny. Lloyd has this hat on that he, that he wears throughout the whole film. And, and through the whole film, you laugh with Lloyd a lot. You giggle with Lloyd a lot. But when we get down to what's that hat about that, that he's wearing, remember the hat that Lloyd had on? It was uh, mm-hmm. the hat of a friend of his that died in college from, I think, a, a he was hit by a drunk driver. What 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 was what happened to the friend? Basically, he got into a car accident. Oh, I right. think, okay. and uh, he happened to be in the car, and that's all I'm. That's all I'm going yeah, so, to say as to that. But yeah, so that the, just getting to know Lloyd. Lloyd, I like but, that as well. But even the hat becomes a character. Yes. That's that's something I like. Yes. It's there to serve a purpose rather than just having a hat on. For exactly. The sake of having a hat on. Right. And the stuff that Lloyd does is hilarious, though, too. Yeah. Where he's just putting stuff in his beard, putting oh, that's right, uh, the plastic forks that's in his beard. Right. <laughs> and then he's also lighting up a joint behind the thing. I'm like, what? And then I thought to myself, why was Crispin even worried about this? This is a pizzeria place. And then once he got the hang of it, I'm like, okay, this is what it's all about. Okay. Right. Well, but you yeah. know, being being that I worked at a pizza place at a young age, when you're there, you know, and t- I was there from the time that I was hired at 15 and I became a manager when I was like 19 or so, you do feel like, oh my God, is this going to be it for me? 
am I going to be stuck at this pizza place? As, as much as you love it. So I get him wanting to go and see the world, you know, not be stuck there at Northwood Pie, you know? So I get his angst about leaving and, and questioning, do I want to leave? Do I not want to leave? You know, and his friends are pretty much, some of his friends really want him to stay. And then you have the logical one. I forget his name. That's like, you know, go, if you want to go, go. But his other friends were also saying, what are you trying to escape? Why are you trying to make this decision so fast? What, what is it, you know, about Irvine basically? Um, so I wanted to hit on that because you do, you do think about that. You don't want to be stuck at a pizza place, you know, um, for the rest of your life. And you do feel like that, even though, you know, getting to uh, know Crispin, you can tell this is very smart, uh, definitely going somewhere, nothing to worry about. Um, um, the smart one of the bunch, would you say, out of the the most logical yes. one out, out of the friends you'd have, uh, Crispin would be that. I do want to go back to the picture that's hanging up, the employee of the month or whatever <laughs> picture that's hanging up. And we find out about this guy who's used to be there and he's not there. And you have this pinball machine that is also a big part of the film as well and a character in the film. Would you say that about the pinball machine? Most definitely, 100%, because it's not there just to play the pinball machine. It's there to serve a purpose of uh, another person comes in, has a job, another person walks out afterwards, not sure if that person's going to come back again. Right, right. So we'll leave it at that. You'll figure that out with the whole pinball machine. Pay attention to that. Um, it, it's, it serves its purpose and, and how the film ends. But we get to the big party. Um, this is the big... Uh, you know, get together with all the friends. We're going to meet um, Rachel there. But, you know, unfortunately, you do have Kristen, Crispin and and Sierra having this relationship. And it, it, maybe not so much when you get to the party. Were you shocked by what you saw at the party? I was. But, okay, I'm, I'm, this is going a little bit of spoiler territory in a sense. But I do want to touch on it. Yeah, let's do it. Because... You know, at first I was mad, just like how yeah. Crispin was mad. I was yeah. pissed. I'm like, that, that's messed up, dude. Right. That, that's seriously messed up. But then you turn around, the table turns, and his friend says, well, did you make it official? Did you have a conversation about it? Well, no. He goes, well, then why do you expect her to act that way right. when you didn't right. even try to do anything? Right. So what you can't expect her to know how you feel without telling right. her, her how you feel. So of right. course she went on ahead and went with this guy. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say how the film ends. Um, I, John, if you have more points you want to speak on, why don't you go ahead and hit those points? Cause if I say any more, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go okay. ahead and that's really hard. You know, it's, it's, I want to tell you guys the whole thing, but I want you guys to check it out. Right. So there's a few things. Um, matter of fact, you actually did. Uh, you actually captured one thing that I thought that was really good. But the camera angles in the back seat that was really good. Right. Uh, so right. the the quote saying "your money" is a callback to swingers, and okay. I appreciated that so much because <laughs> the fact that I'm a huge swingers fan, and I'm right. not, I'm not talking about the uh, I'm talking no, about the, the movie guys, movie. <laughs> '90s guys. Right. Vince Vaughn, because Vince Vaughn quoted, you're so money, man. You're so money. And so his friend goes on ahead and says it. I'm like, 
perfect. Perfect execution <laughs> of the line. I don't know if Jason Holly thought of this line okay. for this, but it is a New Jersey kind of uh, slang to it. But it works in this kind of vibe for these teenagers to be able to quote that because also Christmas also a huge movie buff too, so <laughs> it, so I thought that was really good. Okay. Uh, I geeked out over that. Um, okay, the one thing that I have to say is re- that's very hard when filming a movie. Okay, it's finding a balance between the work life of Northwood Pie, which you might actually think, okay, well this is all going to take place just in a piece of joint. You're not going right. to get anything else from it. Right. Then it focuses on the friendships, not only the friendships of the pizza, of the parlor, but the friendships of Crispin's. They manage to go on ahead and balance it out where you have both both of them going at the same time. It, it doesn't focus or shy away from the actual topic itself, which is very good. It's hard to do that, and Jay did a fantastic job at that. Um all I'm going to say is the ending is really good yes. and everything ties up nicely with it. Yes. Um, and then one last thing, you mentioned that this could be a cult classic earlier. Absolutely. I'm going to say this, I'm going to go further with it. I'm okay. going to say this, this can have a potential of being a TV series because the way it's shot. I, and yes. it also has a potential of being a sequel. Yes. Yes. And I remember you had a name for that sequel. Yes, I did. It's called uh, second slice of Northward pie. So that's a little pitch for you, Jay. Just thought I would throw that in there. You know, go right. ahead and use it. You know, I don't want no credits or anything, but you know, but <laughs> but I just fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with this. This is an easy win for me to say right. this is a fantastic film, and I'm glad that right. you introduced me to this. I'm glad Thank that you, you had Jay on the show. Uh, big kudos you, to Jay. the cast and crew. This was really good, and you're very welcome. Thank you. And to the cast and crew, um, we have Sean Lamping, who played Anthony. Trevor Larson plays Jason. Um, Paul Leshoffs plays Lloyd. Also, you have an appearance by Amir uh, uh, Makalu, who plays Frank. There's a funny scene with Frank in the film. Wanted to leave that out, but it's really funny when Kristen makes his delivery uh, to Frank, and you'll see what happens there. It's, It's quite funny. Um, also, we have Annika Foster, who plays Sierra. Um, we we didn't speak on Raheem. You guys will meet Raheem in a film. He's played by Mendel Fogelman. Um, Christina Cohen plays Rachel. Uh, Johnny Chang plays himself, who's also very funny. He's one of the friends. And we have uh, Crispin or Todd Knack, who plays Crispin. Uh, and it was directed by Jason Holly and written by Jason Holly and Todd Knack. So you guys can watch this film on Tubi Prime. Um, um, YouTube, um, buy it on YouTube. Um, it's a really good film, you guys. You will enjoy it if you like um, Clerks, Waiting, you know, um, Napoleon Dynamite. You can put it definitely this has. Film. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with this though too. It definitely does have a waiting vibe, but it also has a yes. super bad kind of vibe too. Yes, absolutely, definitely. That's what I mean by a cult classic. You know, um, if you pick up Super Bad. You know, you, you if you watch Superbad and love Superbad, you're going to love Northwood Pike. So give it a um, give it a watch and uh, let John and I know what you think about it. Uh, you can inbox us at uh, movielovers.com or movielovers at gmail.com. Rossi talks at gmail.com. Yeah, and John and I will be back. John, we're going to do another review um, next Wednesday. 
uh, probably the same time and we'll decide what that is and you can see us again. And we're, I figured that we'd, uh, August yeah. we'll start wrapping up. Um, Sandman, we're going to do double episodes so we can get through that and uh, get on with the getting on. It's getting really good though. So that's it, guys. Anything else, Mr. DeGregorio? Yeah. So the name of the movie that we're going to be reviewing next week is going to be Everything Will Be Fine in the End. Awesome. Yes. And uh, yeah, that that's actually can be on Amazon Prime right now. It's streaming over there. So Yes. I look forward to seeing and reviewing it. And thank you for that. Anyways, guys, we will see you later. John, I'll let you uh, produce and get us out of here. Okay, guys. Well, go on and smash that like button, smash that comment button as well. Go on and show us some love. Also, too, we also have an audio-only podcast. Have you heard of it? It's also Movie Loves Tonight as well. But give us a five-star review. It helps other people to go ahead and find us. Without that review, it'll get, we're such a uh, small crowd right now to the point we'll actually be swallowed whole by the shallows of the water. So <laughs> go on ahead and give us a five-star review. Show us some love over there. Show us some support. And always until next time, guys, have a great and safe night, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.